Welcome to Steeped in the 10,000 Things, a podcast that seeks to integrate clinical research, practical medicine, philosophy, and East Asian traditions into a coherent series of discussions and explorations. This episode is a pre-election exploration of the main political figures through the lens of Zue Doshu Pole Star Fate Assessment, or sometimes called astrology. We look at the charts of Donald Trump and Joseph Biden and discuss their appropriateness and fitness in terms of fate for the challenges of the times. We also explore the limitations of this system of astrology in answering large questions like who will win the election? We hope you enjoy this casual and off-the-cuff discussion of the fate of these people and how it affects the fate of our country and each of us individually. We hope you enjoy the discussion and welcome any input, opinion, and discussion on our Facebook page. Please join us or send us an email, which we will include in the show notes. Thank you. So let's say that I'm in love with someone who has chi shot in the partner palace. So how, how can I... And they don't want to talk about the future or anything with me. What could I do? I mean, I'm just going to say me. I'm guessing it's Jason in this case. <laughs> I mean, that's irrele- I irrelevant. But <laughs> yeah, hypothetically, if I'm wanting to talk about the future, if in, with the yeah. If, if you're ever dating somebody who has Chisha in their Ming Palace, like what kind of experience will you have in a relationship with a person who has that fate and what can you expect from someone like that? I mean, my first question is, well, what does the rest of their chart look like? And where are the key major stars? Because his question about exercising that shit, uh, you immediately want to know where the major positive influences are and, and how they're uh, potentially directly or indirectly um, overshadowing that negative influence uh, so it's kind of hard to answer the question just with knowing the location of one star and not knowing anything else but what we could do is look at what are the kind of general arrangements of, of things let's say it's it's just so that's one of the four spirits it's it's the chisha is, is or the executioner as Ming called it or the seven killings star is a yin star from the southern array of stars in the in general like the traditional image is is of a what ming has here is a ruddy-faced brute without rank awkwardly wielding wielding heavy sword or bloody axe and has the person or this image they have a blank or mask-like expression so it's kind of like this the sociopath energy <laughs> sociopath vibes the the and also just generally success from others loss so benefiting by others losing is the general energy of it also it's considered the gate of demonic curses and obstructions and the unsettled dead or your ancestors it is the modern image ming puts in there the chronic illness both physical and mental repeated misconduct, selfishness, and social ineptitude. So the image that you're starting to kind of feel or see or think of is, is someone who just repeatedly screws up and fails to understand or learn from those mistakes. So it's not a great, it's, it's definitely bad in most circumstances, uh, this aspect of our humanity, this inability to learn, inability to see, it's, it's the blind spot to growth and resolution of fate. It typically is, is that place in your fate where you're going to likely screw up and create more fate and more entanglement and more problems for yourself. So in your, your partner's palace, it's typically going to indicate marrying somebody that you probably will divorce because it's a, a poor choice. You marry young when you're even more naive than, than you eventually would be. You, you're likely to have many partners as one likelihood. 
um, because you lack self-reflection and personal matters and then you just divorce or eject yourself from relationships impulsively. Then another interpretation he gives is you are emotionally abusive or abused but refuse to admit it. You are a loner and the loner might be like the ideal situation here is that you you just are so dysfunctional that you tend to like not be with others as a matter of protecting others from your problems, maybe. So hypothetically, if, if this was in, let's say the other person's, the she the was in yeah. their house um, and I was trying to work something out with them, maybe they don't want to talk about the future because they know kind of what they're like and they don't want to make uh, definite plans with me. They maybe they just want to keep their options open and don't want to hurt me. Maybe that's why they're not talking about future things. Could it be like a self-aware, uh, a self-awareness of that limitation? Um, I would, I would assume so. I would. That makes sense to me. There's a, generally like the Taoist perspective of this is there's this completely unsettled ancestral thread running through into your experience and it's it's manifesting particularly for that person in their romantic relationships their sexuality their relationship to people for the purposes of uh, like marriage and partnership and commitment mm. for the better betterment of of something larger because marriage is is you know traditionally it's like more of a business agreement in many ways I remember Ming trying to point that out, like, especially in, in traditional East Asian cultures, the way he's put it, it wasn't really as a romantic. And I think this is probably true in the past as well, but traditional cultures around the world, marriage is, is a, an arrangement. It's an agreement. It's a, usually there's, tra it's a transactional kind of thing where there's like, we're giving you this and you're giving us this and we're all joining forces here to better our families and in the hopes of better things for everyone uh, and the continuation of a family ancestral continuity so that's changed obviously in the in the current world where those things are less important and marriage and partnership seems to be more especially in the modern era more romantic story that we imagine ourselves in um, and hopefully i think in my personal opinion there's some balance of those two there's some grounded like real assessment of like is this the best thing for both of us and our families to to come together and is there some passion and romance and connection and and at the very least some kind of friendship that a relationship can last on so a person with seven killings in that circumstance is constantly stirred by this unsettled anxiety and uh, restlessness uh, that is going to afflict their fate with these relationships. Which is why you see Ming's interpretations. You're going to move from relationship to relationship and you're driven by this impulsiveness, this like inability to actually understand the underlying reasons behind your impulsiveness impulses and it in in that way there's like this what he says the faded inner flaw and until you resolve that it's going to disrupt fate uh, and create kind of chaos wherever it, it appears so Interesting. I mean, I have Chisha in my career palace. That's why I slipped my words earlier, but mm. I do a lot of independent contracting and moving from thing to thing. And that seems to kind of settle that um, myself. So I'm curious. Yeah, that makes sense that you would have that. And, and what tends to happen is these kinds of hauntings, these kinds of unsettled threads that move through our fate tend to get resolved in general unless a person completely gets consumed by them and and that's why we always want to know where are the other major influences the the more positive lights 
in a person's chart, which represent from the ancestral perspective, like the, the most successful and, and helpful and supportive ancestral influences. And typically, I mean, most people's lives are pretty, I mean, obviously bad things happen, but um, I, I'm, I hesitate to say this, but I, I think a lot of people have generally pretty okay lives and that's all relative obviously but i think in we can generally say yeah that's it, i guess it, yeah i, I get it, reservation there it depends yeah it. it brings up the context of this whole system is that it comes from a very like specific tradition of very elite wealthy people and community like the emperor and his milieu and the people that live around the emperor and these these imperial people they're not your average person they're not the peasant who like died at the age of three or it's kind of it brings to question like what who is this system for and and is it it's interesting that the people who seek out these kinds of readings tend to be people who generally have life pretty relatively easy on the scale of quality of life. One comment that I have about the system is even without having any any interpretation, any stars, anything really, just looking at one's life from these um, areas, you know, these 12 areas at all, just from a top-down view, like how often we do that, like, okay, yeah. well, I got a house now, but I don't talk to my parents a lot and I'm not making as much money. I don't see my friends. I haven't traveled in a while. Yeah, what's my bank account doing? Crap, am I getting my kids through school? I mean, that it's like a template for just a life in general. Right. Uh, you just wrote your own personal notes about what you were experiencing in each box and then compared that afterwards to what it said. I wonder how much it would align if you just went in like completely blind. Um, yeah. I, yeah, some of this makes sense. I mean, I like mine, though, because it said I'd meet a wealthy partner who'd provide me a home, and that's literally <laughs> what has occurred. <laughs> yeah, right, and so you should always be careful what you wish for, right? So far. Yeah. some astrology website it's telling me that he was june 14th 1946 at 10 a.m in queens new york yeah that matches up okay let's um make a chart for him oh wow um i was just looking at patrons he's got <laughs> tom tom long and his uh spouse palace so that the tom long g-shaw combo i wonder what that's like yeah, it's pretty unsettled. I I would say don't expect anything long term from a lot of relationships. <laughs> That's great. Maybe till later in the life, depending on where other stars are. But. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll send you the two charts. You can nerd out if you want. So the Donald was June f which day? Uh, let's see. Orange Man was born June 14th, 1946, 10.54 a.m. And we need to figure out if that's daylight savings. No, it doesn't matter because it's in the middle of the hour. Huh. He's born the year of the fire dog, so that's... And the hour of the earth snake. Lots of fire. Hmm. Yeah, fire and earth. No water. Interesting. He's deficient in water. That makes sense. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So he has a Ming Palace. He has the sun and the moon in the Ming Palace. That's very much the prince and the princess kind of his whole life. Born with a silver spoon in his mouth for sure. The facts do confirm that one. His childhood is very pivotal in his in the formation of his character. He has the Empress and the General together there, which is typically a good combination. Um but interesting that it's in the youth palace, hmm. siblings palace. Um, he has Chisha in the assistance palace, along with a bunch of other random stars. The superior's palace is roof beam and magistrate, so 
would imagine him to rise to some level of of definite success. And then the property policy is the emperor and the tutor. Property is is ex- extremely pivotal to his success and resolution of fate, which is true, I would say. Um, not likely to have good health. All right, let's look at. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna ask if I it up. So, sun and moon in the Ming Palace for a fire dog. When the sun appears in the Ming Palace, it indicates a strong and full agenda of fate that can be skillfully managed. The person is likely to be strong and capable. They've been given work in the form of fate, or fate in the form of work that you are capable of. This is the auspice. So, basically, they've got a lot set up, and they're likely to succeed in taking on that work. Like the constancy of the force of the sun, fate is radiant and reliable, and rises and sets in a timely way. When the sun appears alone, it has a certain image. But when the sun appears with the moon, your resolution of fate will be characterized by both effort and ease. Like the emperor and empress together, you have the capacity to resolve and appreciate the resolution of resolution with modesty, like a prince or a princess. You are able to go forward and retreat in a timely way. You can get what you require and express gratitude and generosity as well. You're energetic and occasionally aggressive, but not without consideration. Interesting.、Mm-hmm. I mean, all the the key elements are there. He was given. By the time he was a young adult, he was given hundreds of millions of dollars in gifts. He inherited tons of property and wealth that he could have used to become extremely generous,、um, but he seemed to squander it and then find himself following maybe darker influences and making even poorer choices and getting stuck in different situations. He then became a TV character.、Mm-hmm. Yep. That helped launch him into the presidency. I think because people thought of him as that character and didn't really pay attention to who he really is or was, and what they imagined him to be kind of became who he is. So interesting. So、um, does the reference that you're looking at have pretty detailed information on all of the combinations? Like, if you have not, so it's not super specific because I think. Once you start getting into combinations, you're getting into interpretation and trying to summarize things that there are no formulas for.、Um, but these are Ming's notes. What pal- what、um, area was the was Taiyin and Taiyong in? Excuse me. His Ming Palace. Palace. Okay. An ox house. Interesting. Yeah, because this reference would say like if you have. Taiyin and Ming, you would be spiritual, receptive, and intuitive, etc. And so, if you combine, I mean, you can't just look at that alone, obviously. Right.、Um, so, I, I, I just if I was going to learn from this reference, if I then look at Taiyong and Ming, it says it, when placed, you get authority. If it's well placed, you get authority, skill, consistency, etc. Right.、Um, but if it's a bad rating. There's some rating system. You'd have to work hard and struggle to find your way, but it's it doesn't leave one to understand how the two would combine in an area. I guess that's open interpretation. That's the yeah. That's this becomes the art of weaving things together and and kind of helping somebody understand themselves and di- dimensions of themselves. Because again, we could look at this from the traditional. Perspective. These are like influences of of ancestors. That each of us is actually like a living vessel for ancestral qualities. These kind of influences. So, being a fire dog, I imagine there's some general aggressiveness to the character already. And then you add the sun. There's going to be like an enhancement of that aggressiveness. The person will rely on aggressiveness to succeed in the world. But with the moon or Taiyin, there it adds that dimension of intuition and ability to work with unseen, un- unknown forces and influences. So, intuition, for example, is 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 the one that's referenced, but also your emotions. So, it makes this character a very dynamic and adaptable character 
um, that has more than just aggressiveness at their as a resource for their personal expression and movement through the world and resolution of fate. So it's interesting thinking about Donald Trump because he does have some kind of like amazing charisma. Obviously, he attracts people. He has a leadership or like skill in in both being aggressive and appearing powerful while also like intuiting how to manipulate or how to succeed whatever that means to him from another vantage point the elemental association is just fire and water right, right. so that seems or sun and moon yeah yeah sun and moon so that would be like she energy you know like some kind of ability to put something out there and, and utilize both of those perspectives so yeah i've been thinking about that like a lot of people in that interview that was recently done with them someone tricked him and said you know he had a really beautiful smile or something <laughs> did you see that and then <laughs> it seemed genuine her her words seemed genuine to me what so, do you mean she tricked him well after that apparently there's a really tough question it's like oh you have a really nice smile but what what's your stance on immigration? <laughs> so, like, uh, there's like a susceptibility oh, yeah. to flattery. Oh yeah, and that's a well-known thing now. He's like, people know that if you flatter him, like, he's more likely to listen and or uh, be interested in what you're seeking from him. Mm. Yeah, so quite egocentric and self-centered. Yeah. Right. Well, if we look more at his character, he's is the fire dog. What we can say about dogs in general is when they're in their kind of positive expression, they're loyal, caring, protective, direct, helpful, intuitive, insightful, private, calm, under fire, just, expansive, congenial, and quiet. And when they're depleted, they're stubborn, argumentative, spiteful, vain, rigid, frozen, with anxiety, stingy, and excessively critical. So you can you can identify those traits in Donald Trump. There's some, I think, rumor that he was his parents were fairly abusive, or his father in particular mm. was fairly abusive and treated him and kind of pitted his children against each other. So pitted Donald against his siblings, mm. but but apparently from Donald's niece Mary Trump, he's always been kind of uh, spiteful and vain and self-serving. So it's interesting. He is loyal to his base. I mean, his... Well, he's loyal to the things that he cares about. I mean, to change, uh, if you really follow the history, but um, he does... I mean, that's what's interesting about this. Is even if you don't necessarily like someone, like they're still a, a, a person with their own life and history. Right, right. Why they do things. Yeah, it's helpful to understand that. Another way to look at dogs is they find power in subordination. Their wolf pack in pecking order kind of energy, a wisdom of loyalty and constancy. So that's interesting. Um, with a snake hour, snakes are more about the distrust of the general display of the world. They have mystical visions. They are the wisdom of emptiness and transparency. So it's a really dynamic or maybe contradictory kind of qualities there. This like constancy, but also emptiness. So the the polar opposites of the solidness and realness of the world with the transiency and the dreaminess of everything. How everything kind of feels like a, a dream. Well, let me ask you this. Is make America great again a more snake or dog-like statement? Hmm. It is a it's say it's, 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 it seems like more of a earth type statement. It's aiming to reestablish some idea of some order or some time, some like nostalgic constant, some nostalgic establishment of when America was a growing empire that was dominated by by white people. <laughs> Just sum it up nicely. So it that would be my interpretation. What about you? Would you do you have a thought about it? Well, I 
there are some traits of Donald that seem to like project into like a future that you'd like to see and you know not that I agree with it but you know like withdrawing from the World Health Organization or attempting to do that rather um, and, and bringing things back to this American greatness like you've mentioned um, but also like the um, putting for like experimental medications that he has no proof work, trying them on his own. He just seems to embrace things um, that aren't really proven to work or don't really exist yet or may not actually be a good thing. I think that seems like for me the the snake element of his character, the the earth snake, the the willingness to just like, well, nothing is real, so whatever I tell people is real is real and nothing means anything, so everything means whatever I say it means that kind of idea where it's the ultimate magician the ability to like use sleight of hand and play with the truthiness of things right like the fake news idea like you know it's yeah all... constant gaslighting of like well what is real what isn't real I... or you can't trust anything you see like just trust he's literally said that you, you can't trust what you hear you just trust me <laughs> so that seems like a very snake quality mm. and to understand like we're talking about you know comparing like um harrison and biden right and then so with trump we obviously have pence and that would also be an interesting comparison because mm -hmm. Pence has um qualities that seem to counterbalance some of trump's qualities as well um but that's like a whole discussion honestly Let's see if there's anything else to glean from the Donald's chart. Um, I want to look at his youth palace. The fact that he has the Empress and the General there is very interesting to me. Because the youth's palace is, is about childhood. It's about ancestral mandates and school. So early education, early development. It's about early affinity or predestined affinity with your siblings and the shared influence of the ancestral chi on our early family life, according to Ming. And when you wrap that up, I did notice he had um, Man Jin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, or the yeah. in his health palace. So I was gonna yeah. Read. Let's look at that too. Yeah, but you go first if you want. So major stars in the second house, the the childhood's youth siblings palace, according to Ming, indicate a strong ancestral chi influence in a person's early years. Afflicting stars can indicate unreliable and inappropriate adult supervision or protecting protection during childhood. Uh, though not to be read as childhood in a progression transit sense, the house may offer insight into a person as a child. It may indicate early schooling, friends, or atmosphere. And I think what this is reminding me of about his childhood is that he was given everything and, and put into great schools and he had, I think he went to a military academy and like played sports and was very active and given like a, the best quality childhood experience anyone could imagine, the childhood of a prince, so to speak. And what's interesting about the empress is that general quality of like ease and the influence of, of the matriarchal qualities of, of a person's family, um, the mother, the grandmother. And I believe it's been said that his he had a great relationship with his mother. Mm. Um, well, someone's got to love you, right? Yeah. Empress, without effort, is what it says. Without effort, your childhood will be full of fate resolution. When the Empress appears in the youth siblings palace, you have a strong predestined affinity with your siblings associated with the matriarchal ancestors. You'll have many brothers and sisters. I think he has at least... Two brothers and one sister, which I believe. Uh, you'll be a charming and precocious child and easily mesmerized adults. You do well in family business. I mean, he kind of rose up and was kind of the chosen one for the family business, it seems. His, his aggressive character helped in that, like taking over the, the empire of um, property ownership in New York City in a time when property was extremely valuable and only became more valuable over time. I mean, it was kind of the golden era of his life, if you look at it as an arc. Like, hmm. um, when it appears with, let's see, what is what is the general? When the general appears there, 
It indicates an elderly parent, protector, mentor in your childhood that's pivotal in resolving your fate. Since the general is often weak in this palace and less luminous, it is its influence is easily afflicted or postponed. So with the, I think what that means here is that the empress overshadows the general in this place. And it, really the empress kind of drove the fate there. But essentially with the general there, it means you, you're less likely to have siblings or have no siblings. You'll be troubled as a child, precocious. You grow up very fast due to trauma. So it seems like what Ming says here, you have, the general appears with the empress. You have few or no siblings. There's an important parent, ancestral guardian, teacher, or mentor in your childhood that helps resolve fate. Much of the resolution of your fate is out of your hands, handled by extraordinary ancestors, the empress. In this case, the mother, the grandmother. If the tutor, it's the, the patriarchal aspect. Any fate resolution that happens in childhood will be re related to relationships at school, tutor, magistrate, priest. You're a clueless, poor little rich kid. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, he's kind of just like put on the conveyor belt of success as a kid. Like, hey, you were born into a wealthy family and you're going to get everything handed to you. Interesting. So what came to mind too is that that might actually not be a pleasant experience for someone to go through. Like if you're just being like um, going through this conveyor belt, like if he did not have those opportunities or that pressure, maybe his life would have looked a lot different in the mm -hmm. earth. Yeah. And it always begs the question, like if you give, if you don't challenge someone, it actually hurts them over time. We need challenge. We need to be put in uncomfortable situations sometimes to, to actually grow and, and learn and develop our character fully. Mm, but that doesn't sound like a safe space, does it now? I mean, I guess it's a little bit of a dig on... It's uh, a balance. Yeah, if, what's the balance, I guess? Because, I mean, yeah, maybe he was given everything, but maybe he also grew up in a, an emotionally abusive environment, which is the rumor. Um, so, yeah. you know, how did that affect him over his life is the question. So you were wanting to look at his health house because there's some interesting stars there, the concubine is generally not a great star to have uh, in your health palace. Uh, the... Especially with there, the water star. Hmm. Um, let's see. What does it say? It says they may be susceptible to... Wait, which which one are we talking about here? Lian Jun. Okay, well, this, this reference is saying it's a fire-wood element, so that's interesting that it's different. Um, but it's saying that they would be susceptible to fire element problems like heat, dryness, heart palpitations, and insomnia, mm -hmm. and a potential for bleeding, perhaps. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Um, we know that. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but the orangey, orange quality of um, Trump's face is that he's, he, I believe he's battling with some eczema or skin psoriasis-like skin condition that he's trying to cover up. Oh, I never heard that. That's what I think is happening. So you generally, as a health practitioner or someone learning to be, I don't like to shame anyone for their health mm. issue. No, but, yeah. And as someone who's had like, like a red face before from being too inflamed, it was very difficult. That your face is such a huge quality of yourself yeah. in the world. So. Especially if you're a, a public figure or a TV personality, or the balding or the comb over, you right. know you have afflictions with your face and your head in general like that's fire like being more on top there i guess uh, or more um young so maybe he yeah um is just facing a lot of issues there and um it's just doing his best to so you know cover it up somehow you know i don't know yeah, what Ming has in his notes is that Lian Jun, or the concubine star, indicates a weak constitution and a weak immunity, a susceptibility to allergies and environmental pollution and emotionality, difficult to diagnose, uh, quote-unquote, wind or wood-related diseases, and non-compliant to treatment protocols. He's not a good patient. Re responds to, well to basic care like food, uh, home remedies, that kind of thing, and from loving caregivers. Often injured in childhood or stricken with childhood diseases, chronic illness leads to dependency, addiction, uh, as well as 
potential for infant death, stronger with age, uh, good at nursing others, heals best in the spring. So interesting pieces from that, like chronic, difficult to treat diseases. There's supposed to be some, there's rumors that he's addicted to amphetamines in the form of Adderall. Maybe he uses um, those to kind of offset his, his uh, internal self-doubt or anxieties, like these stimulants. There's also the water star in that, that house, the water star or Ling Xing. It generally indicates negative emotions like worry, anxiety that are directed towards oneself, so self-doubt, and also subclinical low-grade infections uh, or inflammatory conditions, I would say. Minor chronic illnesses maintained by negative emotions, like a lack of self-worth, which undermines treatments and distrust of physicians. Distrust of physicians undermines compliance to treatment protocols, and they also generally have a low self-esteem. I just looked it up, and apparently it's actually, he suffers from rosacea, which is an inflammatory condition. Yeah. So that, that so, makes a lot of sense what you're saying. Right, right. And fire rising, uh, creating wind-like changing conditions on the skin, or wind like heat on the skin. <laughs> right. So that's just like putting more heat on the heat. Um, that's an interesting approach. Mm-hmm. And stimulants are, you, you would think, like fire as well to offset this watery kind of internal uh, vulnerability. And there's the rambling, um, smattering of speech-like things that he uses uh, when he talks. And those that's, are incoherencies, probably other pictures. That seems to be a more recent kind of development in the last few years. Because if you listen to recordings of him from even like five, ten years ago, he used to be very like coherent, very clear thinking kind of suave way of speaking um it's very interesting that the contrast between what he sounds like now to what he sounded like 10 years ago stress stress and having the weight of a lot of things on you probably triggers a lot of uh underlying conditions i guess yeah i mean we know that it leads to more chronic inflammation which directly harms the central nervous system and the cardiovascular system which just creates these patterns of decline and kind of burning away at those systems burning away at the the brain to the point where it, it just kind of falls apart especially if if it's propped up and you're burning jing and kidney yin and kidney yang and things start to destabilize even further um, i'm surprised he's doing as well as he has um after getting coronavirus, to be honest. But uh, I think what I was hearing about the antibodies he received and the steroids he received, that those will have a limited, they have a timeline to them. They have a, they don't last forever. And the antibodies slowly, they have a half-life of 20 days. So every 20 days they are cut in half. So it'll be interesting to see how long he's able to keep going. Interesting. I think yeah. he's doing quite a, delicate dance of survival I, i'm surprised he still keeps going but having to face the coronavirus pandemic during his tenure as president is also something that would be interesting to see if you could find that in the chart progression somehow like oh well yeah we'd have to look at his current chart exactly um and you don't have to get into this but that that level of detail seems to be an interesting facet of the system mm-hmm. one last thing would be good to look at would be the um property palace or the superior's palace the superior's palace he has the roof beam and the magistrate as well as the storehouse which is super minor but um let's look at superior's palace with the roof beam so the roof beam and the magistrate when roof beam appears in the superior's palace with any positive star such as the magistrate your fate resolves well with the help of others. You serve others with great results. You will serve others as a teacher, spiritual guide, romantic artist, soldier, or government official. You will uphold and succeed a great person, saint, or genius. After a life of service to others, you will be well cared for in your old age. So it generally suggests he'll become a government official or leader, which he has. Now it's arguable if he's helped actually serve others but he's serving some people some people believe that he's doing a great job 
like 40% of the country believes he's doing a good job. So that's not insignificant. I know to some people that doesn't make any sense, but yeah. Sometimes called a career palace in some traditions. Interesting. Uh, in this reference, it says for Tian uh, Liang, Leong, uh, mm -hmm. house, uh, your true work may develop later in life. You have the Qi for medicine, public health, education, and song play. So that's an interesting interpretation. And that leads me to think how much of this is just interpretation? Uh, where does the information come from? Without a citation, I don't really know. Is it a traditional source? Is it a lineage perspective? Or mm -hmm. One thing to note is that the star is weak in the snake house that it's in, so it's not the great position for this star to appear in. The influence is weaker. He is predestined to have a position in government or in big industry, service industry, and eventually he'll rise through promotion. So. That kind of makes sense to me for him. It's been a long road of being promoted by his family all the way up to president in a way. Right. And with the, the uh, magistrate, the Wenchang protocol star, um, it's also more of the same kind of positive influence. You'll work in education or government and succeed your teacher or mentor. You'll be proud of the accomplishments of your students and you will be a successful author, poet, or musician. So very much like a successful inspiration to other people. Maybe not to everyone, but to some people. And unfortunately, I think he's secured his place in history, especially for conservatives and uh, Republican, the Republican Party as, as kind of like, for better or worse, he's become the, the guiding star of their, of their party and their, their agenda and their, he's become the fulfillment of many of their many decades long goals. Um, particularly in transforming the, the courts and the legal system into a very like conservative dominated wing of, of the government. Um, he's enacted historic tax cuts that have helped conservatives and uh, people with a lot of money and power. So they'll probably always think fondly of him. <laughs> That's an interesting thing. I Another element I'd like to look for is the public presentation to many of his voters that he's an outsider candidate who would do things like drain the swamp and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Is also an insider serving um, the Republican Party in their mission very directly as well. So yeah, outside and inside at the same time, but so like pull that off to different groups of people kind of seamlessly. I think it requires that dual quality of, of aggressiveness and deception, the, the sun and the moon, the, the dog and the snake, like these kind of polar qualities of, of like appearing conventionally successful, but also somehow like tricking people into thinking you're something you're not being able to play, play whatever character people want you to be. It's like a very interesting quality. from this um, the property palace with the emperor and the tutor is really kind of powerful that's where all his young power is there um, yeah I mean that seems on some level self-explanatory but does it explain how there's so much debt and loss and not actually a ton of success. Like maybe it's more like the appearance of success that is easy for him. More In this case, that. it just says he'll inherit real property uh, and be a landlord and a strong sense of, of home and place. You acquire property over time with the help and support of others. You'll be placed in a prominent and beneficial burial site. You're greatly affected by feng shui and learn how to manage it well. So those are interesting. I think if we were looking at this from the perspective of him as a youth, like if, if we were court astrologers and he was born into the royal family, it would be like, yeah, he's going to be a successful prince. He will manage the family property well and we don't have to worry about it. Um, let's pick him as the one to like take on the family property business and that kind of thing. 
So that's how I would imagine it would be used from a practical standpoint in terms of assessing somebody's character. Interesting. Yeah, no worries. Just pass it to the Donald. Yeah. The tutor generally gives more of the same, kind of like this predestined affinity with ownership of real estate and material goods, um, that you'll inherit property and work in real estate and land development and that kind of thing. So it says you will retire to the countryside and, and life a long time, live a long time. So it also suggests he'll live a long time, which he has. What other stars were in there? The humpback. Oh, two negative stars. So in the presence of these two powerful stars, uh, you have these minor glitches. Uh, you have these negative influences. You get the potential of losing property due to mismanagement, um, dying far from home. None of the above is particularly a big deal to you. I mean, part of this is how he seems to be immune from consequences, like good and bad, con he, bad consequences. So it's very interesting what he's able to get away with. Mm. The humpback stars um, about rejection and revenge. Um, it's about lacking self-reflection again. It's kind of a weaker version, weaker dimensionality to uh, the chisha. It's about bitterness and um, it is influential in this house here. So it's about revenge and hatred, a, a rejection. Na the traditional image is, is a humpback demon. Greenish skinned body, skinny body, bulging eyes, wheezing breath, deformed growling face, very Halloween picture. The modern image is about excessive emotions, excessive thinking and feeling, selfishness and bewilderment. We have it causing, uh, it suggests that he'll inherit property that will lose value over time or that you lose inherited property, um, lose money through bad investments. There you go. So, but in general, the, the emperor is immune to, to kind of true failure. It just looks like a muddled success. So yes, he's, he's lost property. He has failed in businesses time and time again. He's, he failed at casinos. He failed at all kinds of businesses, but he somehow still became the president of the United States. So it's, it's an interesting fate. And that's another great question that we could perhaps ponder on at some point is, uh, what are his prospects for winning again or not? Right. So where do you want to go from here? I mean, we well, got you left with a good question. Like, is there anything we can glean from this? I think what we'd have to do is look at his progressions. Um, and obviously there are so many different factors that we would have to consider to make sense of all this, but let's see. The the place that I do progressions is destinyandluck.com and go down and do a, a progression. So we need his June 14, 1946, correct? At 10.54 and the year in question is this year, 2020. So in this chart, it's his natal chart is the what's in black and white. Uh, the 10 year is what's in red and the one year is in blue. So it's the, the rat year. So the, the blue puts the Ming palace in that, that year. So everyone's Ming palace is in the, the rat house. So that means for this year, his empress and emperor in the, the Ming palace, which. Mm. And for the newbies out there, you know, what's rotating on this chart? Is it the stars or the palaces when you do a progression or both? Um, the palaces. Yeah. So you see the um, 10 year Ming is his up here in the corner, the, the fire monkey palace, where he has the concubine and uh, the left assistant and the water star. And he's got a red Hua Qi transforming star there for this 10 year cycle. So we could look, let's look at that first, the um, 10 year cycle. Oh no, I do have some progressions here. So Lianzhen is about the gate of weakness. It's, it's the immutable youth and innocence. It's about making the best of a bad decision or situation. It's about vulnerability and immaturity and uncertainty. So I'd say not a great 
10-year cycle for him, a really unfortunate time. When it appears in the transit, it is a time of flux, according to Ming. Creativity in the sense of manipulating cofactors is where power lies. Though it is traditional to characterize this transit period as difficult and complex, this is due to the vulnerable and easily influenced nature of the star. It is important to remember that much depends on the influence of the stars that accompany the concubine and how you use the freedom available around this star. The message of ancestral affliction will be strong and may inspire a sense of quitting and running, like emigration. These are often years of negotiated loss and lack of safety. As a person matures, this same image may soften to a period of editing, discipline, and self developing self-confidence. Though the years that are ruled by the concubine are often harsh, they expose what might otherwise be hidden, our hidden capacity to survive and recover. The negativity of concubine transit influence is weakened or eliminated after your 50th birthday. So he'd be in, in that, fall in that category. But in any case, um, it gives us a picture of, again, of vulnerability and a lack of safety, but an opportunity to kind of learn from it, which arguable if he's, he's doing that. In this year, he, he is, I'd say, um, he's in a stronger position to kind of make the most of it with the Empress and the, the uh, general star. So you have the general being one of wisdom from experience, having a harsh but successful life in general if you have it in your Ming Palace. So ability to manage difficult fate, that plus the Empress it gives him even more capacity to kind of survive the challenges that he's going through. So that's interesting. So I suppose when we're talking about prospects of uh, someone winning an election, you have to look at the different contenders' charts to see. Right, that's what I was getting at, is like, how, what factors do we look at to determine the future of, like, everyone's fate? Like, <laughs> Big question there. <laughs> yeah, how many charts do you need? And is it even possible with this system? Is this the tool... Is this tool capable of even doing that? I guess is a good question to ask. Um, maybe not, but we could look at what might disqualify someone um, from winning, and if there's like a big red flag, I think mm -hmm. the system could help um, with that. Um, if there's just like a sudden loss of appeal or a sudden health issue or um, a credit. Yeah, what is his um, current health? Palace is ten years the TNG and Huachuan. Huaji, um do you have do you have the transit stars in, in Neri's book? Yeah, they're mentioned and I thought I'd also put a addendum that I was saying earlier there wasn't much of the twelve animals. There, there's a little addendum in the back on that. Um okay. disparage the book at all. It's a great book. Let me see. So let's see if I can pull up one of the transit stars while you're looking around. We're looking at Washington, right? Huaji. Oh, Huaji. Okay. Uh, Means. Um, oh, Huaji. Okay. You want me to read off what it says? Yeah. What is it? Um, what is it attached to, by the way? Concubine or Lianzhen. Okay. So uh, just in general, it says Huaji modifies the star to bring out shadow qualities, causing mm -hmm. And conflict, uh, etc. So with uh, Manjin, right? Um, yeah. Quaji here brings out the inner conflict and turmoil inherent in Manjin, always susceptible to doubts, easily misled by peach blossom, which I believe is uh, in some cases a sexual affair of some form, but I, I'm not totally sure on that. Quaji uh, is afflicted, Manjin can become imprisoned by misfortune and plagued by depression. And Huaji attached to Lianjin in a one-year cycle is particularly potent because it's more concentrated. Uh, you know, one year is close to a lifetime. Huaji uh, is always attached to Lianjin being extended. Not good. No, yeah, we can just sum it up. Not very good. Maybe there'll be another affair scandal to come out. I mean, every day is a scandal that comes out. But that's somehow what finds it, is you can't attach one of the scandals because there's so many new ones. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Huaji in the palaces. Oh yeah, this is also a good reference to check out. It's 
oddly translated. It's the zwdsastrology.blogspot.com. It's a way to shoe blog that translates from some weird sources. And it's hard to make sense of, of this material, but sometimes it's interesting to look when I don't have anything else to reference. So generally what it says here is it's Huaji in the Ming palace is not especially auspicious and the person can hardly avoid tending towards this concept in Chinese Gong Gong Yu Huai, which I'm not sure what that means, but it, they translate it to something like to take troubles to heart, to brood, to have an uneasy heart or an unsettled or disturbed mind. So that seems fitting. He's definitely in a weak position uh, relative to his... In his fate, in his fate, he's in a weak position overall, over the arc of his fate as well, in this 10-year cycle. The question also is where in the cycle is he? Is he's kind of in the early part of it, around the age of 75, 76. Where, where is there left to go? I mean, honestly, in my mind, like the arc already completed and he's on the, on the downfall of that arc. Exactly, but yeah. Where go? Like, it's already been proven that he wasn't a good pick. I mean, could he really reverse that? Is that possible? No, I don't think so. I think um, the the best outcome for him will be dependent on, I think, how successfully the... It'll, it'll be interesting to see. I was just reading. There was a poll that was done that 50% of Americans want him to be investigated uh, for all his crimes um, after he's out of office. And it'll be interesting to see if that happens, what happens once things come to light. And if the next administration does some like truth and reconciliation effort, it'll be interesting to see how that changes hearts and minds because similar thing happened with Nixon where he had a lot of dedicated support, but even Eventually, he lost it when it came became clear that he was truly a criminal. But even then, he had people that still like followed and, and said, "Oh, that's fake news." Like he's he got taken out by the, the quote unquote deep state or something like that. So there'll always be true believers, I guess. So if if we spend a few more minutes looking at, um, I was going to try to pull up Joe Biden's. Let's do his. So what I have here is he was born November twentieth. 42. The problem is we don't know his exact birth time, but both of these say 8.30 a.m. Nobody knows if that's accurate. If we assume this is accurate, he has the emperor with the rebel in the water and lost star in the Ming palace, so that's interesting. His current 10-year cycle is ruled by the vassal and the roof beam, which is very strong 10-year cycle to be in. His one-year Cycle is ruled by Ju Man or Great Gate and Qingyang Goat Blade. Not specifically good or bad, I would say, just broadly. So what I would say, and if we're just gl glossing over things quickly, he's in a much stronger position fate-wise uh, than Trump. He is... The, the reference that I'm looking at says he is November 20th. 1942 at 8.30 a.m. Yeah, that's what I have here as well. Okay. We'll go with that. And it was in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, so just looking at those three dimensions of time with respect to his fate and the fact that he has Emperor in the Ming Palace, he has Tudor in the Career Palace, he has a mixed fate with superiors. His health should be pretty strong, actually, uh, based on Vassal and Roofbeam in the Health Palace. He is born the year of the Water Horse and the hour of the Wood Dragon, if we assume that's the correct hour. Water Horse, interesting character, very um, charismatic but sensitive, emotional. Definitely seems to kind of summarize his character. Mm. He has Tian Liang, the Roofbeam, with a Hua Lu star, the the Lu changing star in the uh, Ren Yin house. So water tiger. Interesting. So in that, that blog, uh, it says, if you have Tianlong with Hua Lu in the Ren house with the Ren, Ren Yin, then it suggests that it's inappropriate for the person to take an official office or position. Interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. So what house is Hua Lu in? It is in the, is on Tian Liang, or the roof beam, in the main palace of his 10-year cycle. And if we look at this more generally... I think this resource is saying it supports integrity, ambition, and charisma. 
Nice. Yeah, in, in the Ming Palace, um, it adds good fortune, happiness, and luck. Yeah. In general, the transformed charts or the progression seem to indicate that Biden might have a little bit more opportunity in this time. Yeah. And just considering the details of what's occurred, like, yeah. in basic sync with reality. Right. And this year in particular is the Great Gate, which generally is about many opportunities. Great Gate in the Ming Palace, wealth of good karma, but kind of the sense of lack of skill, maybe unorganized, disheveled quality, but with a heart of gold. So that's funny because a lot of people project that onto him like he's this he's the least favorite of the Democratic candidates who somehow became the candidate. <laughs> he he has kind of rough edges, like his his um, ability. He, he tends to make mistakes and gaffes, but he's been doing quite well, it seems, lately in his public speaking. Um, but there's that quality of being absent-minded or kind of easily distracted. Um, and then you combine that with the goat blade, you get a quality of having this sense of self-sacrifice that's helpful for leadership. Uh, you will be a dogmatic hero of the underdog. You're good at making difficult decisions. You're hardworking, but without reward. You'll experience theft or loss. Uh, so those kinds of qualities seem to suit what's needed for the time, as opposed to the concubine or the Lian Gen star that Trump has that makes him vulnerable and easily negatively influenced mm. and naive and make kind of poor choices and stuff so interesting yeah that yeah what's interesting to me about biden is that he may be the right choice for our time but it's he doesn't appear to be um, a character that people are naturally excited about or drawn to or attracted to like things make sense with him it's like to me it's like having a relationship that's like a, a business arrangement like it makes a lot of sense and it's going to do the right things but it, for me, I'm just being personally, I don't feel it on any level. It's like, it can be right, but I'm not exactly um, excited. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the quality that we need after this um, total disaster. Yeah, yeah. Would you hang out with Biden? Would you have a nice, would you just have a nice... Oh, yeah, I imagine I, he'd be, he sounds, from everything I've heard, he sounds like he's a really nice, like, heartfelt person that is comfortable talking to average normal people. Interesting. It seems like he comes from a very like wholesome family and he's also like a wounded sensitive person. He's he's lost a lot of the most he's become vulnerable many times. He's had to go through a lot of challenges but continues on regardless. So he has the emperor with the rebel in the, the Ming palace, the Zuwei in the Pojun in his Ming palace, along with the Lingxing water star and the loss star. All of these influences kind of add this, say that he'll be a strong character throughout his life, but he'll have all these wounds and challenges and weaknesses to his character, but ultimately he'll likely succeed in resolving his fate despite them. So Yeah, and the loss, yeah, that's a good comment that, you know, there's been a lot of loss in his life, so that could also be suitable for our time that we're living in where people are experiencing quite a bit of loss. Yeah, absolutely. It seems, again, like it's very suitable for the time. Yeah, I think that's, that's fun to look at. Mm -hmm.